I'm going to, of course, remind you guys to go to HankStrange.com, sign up for the email list. Lola is uh, throwing up deals. So if you look on there, you see Lola's deals. Um, you can find lots of links to all the different places we're on, social media, etc. You can also get patches from us. The patches are available on HankStrange.com. That's the only place to buy it from. So there you go. We've got two patches right now. And if you guys get either one or both of these patches, you know, we always prefer if you get both. But anyway, Lola's sending out gun votes stickers uh along with that so you know to all the people out there help us help support the channel get those patches go to hankstrange.com a uh, big shout out to walter arms for sponsoring the show tonight as well um shout out to all you guys who are out there please smash the thumbs up as you guys are coming in here we really do appreciate that let me start throwing the fellas up in the screen here we go all right i'm gonna hit the open here let's go and where is it? Come on. Welcome back to the Hank Strange situation. <laughs> Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. Thumbs up. Ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. All right, guys. You know what it is. It's Friday. Jazz hands. Come on. Mike, let's see those. Mike is very nonplussed. He's like, I'm very cool. I'm not worried about anything. It's totally awesome. There you go. Jazz hands. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on because we are live. And it is, as I said, finally Friday. This is episode 647 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. My guests tonight are Ron, the EDC. The EDC guy is here. Ronald, what's up, man? Welcome back to the show. Thank you for having me. How are you doing? How's everything going with you? Pretty good, man. Um, you know, like I said, it was a shaky uh, thing. I'm disappointed in AT&T, but we got it up and running, so I'm ready. Yeah, so I think you were explaining to me uh, behind the scenes you just got your internet back. Man, it's, uh, yeah, man, since September 3rd, it's been a struggle. You what, know? what happened to your internet? Um, so I, I recently moved, oh, so okay. getting my everything transferred over, mm -hmm. and... Mm -hmm. um, I was being patient, and I was down to my last straw, man, and I lost it on Thursday. <laughs> it's like Thursday. the cable guy, you know. <laughs> you got to be yeah. nice to your internet, dude. I hope you were nice to him. And they they were nice to me, man. They was offering me a lot of deals and this, mm -hmm. that, and the other. But um, yeah, man, it was it was a rough few days. Okay, well, I'm glad you got but, it going. Uh, my kids are. You know, they need to get connected to the Internet. Right, right. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad you got everything going there. Let's go to Millsurf Mike also joining us. Boom! What's up, man? Hello. How's it going? Good. Welcome oh, back. Pretty good. Um, actually, hadn't had a hadn't had the best day. Um, Uh-oh. Yesterday, yesterday, I was supposed to get a, uh, a Winchester 1903. I'm kind of working on a series where I'm going to go over early semi-autos. Uh-huh. So I was going to get a winchester 1903 but kind of got sold out from under me and oh, i was supposed no. to get a that i was supposed to get a remington model 8 that i went off gun broker today found out it got sent to north carolina accidentally so it's going to be uh probably next week next week at this time before i get it because so i was saying off uh, screen gun stores around here are pretty much closed except for thursday friday and saturday mm -hmm. due to low inventory mm-hmm Oh man, yeah, that's that's really cruel, man. That hurts. It hurts when you're expecting a gun and then you find out they sent it somewhere else. Heartbreaks, heartbreaks. 
Um, let's see here. Okay, well, and then we also have Richard, BWE Firearms. Richard, what's going on? What's up? Well, you look like, what are you doing over leave, there? Leave me alone. I'm typing. Who are you typing? I have type? a hard enough time. <laughs> Who are you typing? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm answering stuff in the chat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what's going I'm doing your damn show for you. Okay, all right. Focus. <laughs> Be right here. Be right here. <laughs> you know? When you, you heard doing, me Hank? talking, to, when you heard me talking to Mike, that's the cue that we're about to come to, over to you, man. Are you kidding? I didn't get my nap today. I'm so oh. sleepy. Oh. You know. <laughs> yeah, just uh, get some soda or something like that, man. Get some yeah. sugar in your system. Stop. If I doze off, you know, uh -huh. just start yelling. Yeah, stop flirting with those people in the chat. Who are you? Who exactly are you talking to out there anyway? Uh, who am I? Uh, D, uh, DCG44. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. Stop flirting with DCG44. Okay. Uh, FYI, that's a dude. <laughs> no, then DCG now, he's going to be mad. Uh, yes, listen, shout out to everyone out there. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I don't know. I don't even know who uh, DCG is. Could be anyone. Could be anyone. Um, uh, but let's see. Shout out to anyone anyone out there who needs a special Friday shout out. Let us know, and we will give it to you. Smash the thumbs ups. If uh, if you guys, where is that? What am I hearing? If uh, either Ronald or 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 Rich or Mike, if you guys see any of your folks out there in the chat, let us know. We will no, definitely we'll definitely. Give it. Yeah. Yeah. Why am I hearing myself? Why am I hearing myself? So, something. So, something. <laughs> Some audio is feeding back to me for crying out, loud. crying out loud. Who's who Who's, is that? Who is that? Do you guys hear you it? Guys? Yes, I, I hear it. it. So yes, yeah, yeah. so, someone check your audio. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is really a Friday here. These guys. <laughs> now no one, no one wants to confess to that. No one wants to confess to uh, to who it was. Okay. Sometimes is it you, Ronald? Yeah, I'm. My hands are here, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, good evening to everyone out there. Smash those thumbs ups, as I said. Um, if anyone does need a, uh, you know, if anyone does need a shout out, let us know. Mongo Go Bang says, hope you guys are getting some cash from Biden. Every ad seems to be his or his communist cohorts. You know, that's true. Mm -hmm. Like for, for a while there, it was like dueling ads. I, I was seeing... Uh, pro-Trump ads as well as pro-Biden ads. Now I'm just seeing all Biden all the time. I'm seeing uh, uh, Obama's up there. Don't let them take your power. That's not how Obama talks. Let me see if I could do Obama impersonation. <laughs> Don't let them take your power. This is Barack Obama. Don't let them take your power. <laughs> that's, that's even worse. <laughs> wow. But that every time I see, I don't know, I don't know. Listen, every time I see that, I'm like, What? <laughs> You you guys want to take people's power. What are you, t you know, don't let them, you know. I agree. Yeah, those guys are out there taking people's power. They're blatantly saying they want to dismantle the Second Amendment. You know, they want uh, mandatory uh, gun buybacks, make America into Australia, all this nonsense. And they're talking about don't let them take your power. I don't, I I mean, don't get it. Yeah, go ahead. They should be really, they should I, I, I would think right now the way things are, um, they should be real comfortable, you know, like mm -hmm. this should feel like home to them, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you yeah. know, with all the, the the mask and the six feet apart and, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. so. 
Yeah, they should be happy because people are literally getting arrested, tased, and beaten up over not wearing a mask. So they well, should the be. Church, huh? church service in Idaho. Church service in Idaho, where uh, they got arrested for having an outdoor church service. People are getting arrested. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I think uh, uh, the the world's upside it down. Upside it down. So let's see. Kathleen Music Lover says Richard needs a nappy. He might need a nappy. Yes. Richard, do it, you need changing? Is your nappy soiled? That's what. That's what, I don't. Little, know, little what, bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a nappy. I don't know. I, I does anyone else? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Like a pamper. That's yeah. what. That's what we call a, a, a pamper. Is like a nappy. So yeah. I don't know. Oh, those are like those are uh, washable, right? Uh, yeah. Where did I get that from? Maybe, the, yeah. Maybe it's, that's the cotton ones, the old school yeah, cotton ones. Yeah. The old school cotton ones. Yeah. yeah, those are the ones I like. Really? <laughs> <laughs> they feel nice and soft on oh, my bum. Oh, right, right. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to, um, I used to have when my sister was born. I remember they had those back in the days, and my chore was to wash those things. Oh, wow. yeah. Nightmare. Nice. Lucky you. No, nightmare. <laughs> yeah. I I hate that idea. So when they came along with the ones that you just uh, toss them out, it's like, oh, technology is awesome. Um, let's see who. I don't know if anyone out there needs uh, a shout out. I didn't see. Uh, DCG44 says uh, the idiot Dems now want SCOTUS term limit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, they do. Yeah, I 18 saw years. About that. 18 years. That, oh, really? That's what they're proposing? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, the, I, I live in Kansas most of my life, and the mm. Kansas Supreme Court has a – they have an age limit of 75. So once one of them hits 75, they age out. Mm -hmm. And I've seen a lot of people kind of proposing something like that too. Yeah, what what do you guys think about that? What do you think about uh, either term limits, age limits? You for or against it? I'm for I'm for term limits for uh, Congress. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right off, right off, rip, man. I mean, because you know, you get the sense that, that they get addicted to that power, and the main reason why they mm -hmm. supposed to represent the people, it starts to become the the smaller thing mm -hmm. you know then you, you um the manipulation starts happening and you mm -hmm. will starts putting things into your pockets and you no longer you know represent the people it becomes like an oligarch situation mm -hmm. so do you so do you um also want that for scotus for the supreme court or do you see that in a different way? Because to me, I, I feel, here's how I feel. I feel like we should just leave the Supreme Court situation the way that it is. And I'll tell you why. Everybody's unhappy about it at some point. So awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's leave it like that. The, the founding fathers might have had a really, really terribly good idea. Maybe. Well, <laughs> and, and they aren't. And they really aren't beholden to anybody to keep their jobs. So I think that was yeah. the intent of the lifetime mm -hmm. appointment. Yeah. Um, as for term limits on Congress, for sure, I, I'm, I generally agree with them. But there's also the unintended consequence that could happen that mm -hmm. at least when they're in there trying to get reelected, they at least try to 
put an appearance on of trying to do something for their constituents. Mm -hmm. Whereas if they're only allowed, you know, two or three terms, they're going to, you know, go to the, the lobbyist. Well, even Mm -hmm. quicker, I think. Mm -hmm. And although it's best when nothing, when Washington does nothing Mm -hmm. is generally what's best for the people when they agree to do something is generally when we all get screwed. So, yeah. Yeah. When, uh, yeah. When pretty much nothing happens, when we have a do nothing Congress, it, it does work mostly in our favor, right? Because they don't make anything any worse than it is. Right. Um, yeah. What do you think about all of this, Richard? What do you think about Supreme Court and then on the other side, term limits you know, for the other for other does the the justices should not be politicians, but yeah. no, they shouldn't be politicians. Right. Um, you know, I don't think there should be term limits, but I think when somebody gets to the age where they can't stay awake. Mm-hmm. You know, for you know, a session. Yeah, when it's somebody so ought to come right? up to yeah. them and say, you know, you really need to retire. Well, yeah, I'm sure people are trying to suggest that, but all of it becomes, uh, I think, you know, it is all politics at the end of the day, right? And it's all strategizing. Yeah. So the thing about the Supreme Court thing is, no one is ever happy about it. So obviously right now we have Democrats aren't happy because Trump gets to put so many people on the Supreme Court. Personally, I'm happy about that. You know, we don't know what's going to come out of it, right? Bush put people on the Supreme Court. We got some issues with those with uh, what's his name with Roberts or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) But. I think no one's ever happy if things, you know, when Obama was there and he, and he wanted to put people on the Supreme Court, Republicans were, this is the way it goes. No one should be happy about this particular thing. So my, my thing is like, um, you know, what they were, what the media was trying to, you know, put out into the public was to honor the wishes of the, the justice that passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't put a justice in until a new president was elected. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, are we are, are we following dying wishes or are we like um, doing it the way we need to be yeah. doing it? Was dying you know? wishes in the Constitution? Someone, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on a second. Let me check. Let's see. But I got my little Constitution booklet here. If someone knows the page of this where it says uh, we're going to fulfill dying wishes. <laughs> Right. It's supposed to be protected from, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. no matter Here's how a, you feel about something, justice is served. Yeah. Here's the thing that scares me a little bit about the whole thing, though. He's going to get Amy Coney Bear in. But the thing that scares me a little bit is that this may cost him the election and the Senate majority. Mm-hmm. And whoever gets elected now... Um, you know, like if Biden wins, it means Kamala Harris is going to get to pick probably the successor for Clarence Thomas and possibly Alito. And that's that's what scares me, because Clarence Thomas is the, Thomas and Alito have been the two rock solid two A judges yeah. on the bench. And I don't want, you know, Kamala Harris choosing his replacement. I mean, I kind of wish. So, but either wish, so, those, neither one of those guys is old, right? But I guess Justice Thomas is, Justice, Tom, he, Thomas is seventy-seven. Eh, that's okay. It's not too bad. He he can survive. He can survive a couple of years. If listen, first of all, I do not think it. I do not think that people are actually going to elect Joe Biden 
and Kamala Harris. I do yeah. not really believe that's going to happen. If that <laughs> happens, I predict next time election, that's going to swing back real quick. And sometimes even, this is what I'm trying to tell people, and, and, and I don't want that, right? I don't want that. I don't support that. Uh, I'm At this point, I'm definitely voting for Trump. But sometimes yeah, people need that kick in the pants. I'm sorry. <laughs> because what's been happening, what's been happening this, uh, this, this term with, uh, with Trump? A lot of guys out there, a lot of the pro-Constitution guys, the gun guys and all that have, like, fallen into a state of slumber. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you need something to get, like, they weren't like this. The one thing I would say, they were not like this when Obama was in there. They were all very well activated and awake, <laughs> right? And was- reacting to everything that Obama was doing. And maybe sometimes you need that kind of crap to get you up and activated and paying attention. I'm not saying us. I think we're all still paying attention to this stuff. And we're noticing if uh, if Trump does something, we don't like it. We're noticing it. We're talking about it. And there's take pushback. Take first. Huh? Yeah, What'd you say, Hank? Yeah, you're not paying any attention, right? You are you checking your you're checking your nappy, aren't you? I'm checking my bolo. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I wanted enough. a feather bolo, but this is the best I could do. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, bolo or boa? Boa. Boa. There you go. Yeah, boa. All right. Yeah. All Whatever right. that thing is, that feather thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Armament and Axis wants to know if I believe in voter fraud. Do I believe voter in fraud. voter fraud? Well, I don't understand what that question means. Do I believe in voter fraud? <laughs> what are, whether I like, are you ask? Are you trying to get me to incriminate myself, sir? <laughs> what is that? What do you guys think that means? What does that question mean? Do I believe in voter fraud? <laughs> on on the on the surface, I mean, uh, do you believe that it exists? But you know, digging deeper is like, do you think that we should? Do voter fraud? <laughs> no. Hey, hey, my, my uncle died in 2005, and That's he voted for Obama twice, and right. Hillary in 2016. Right. <laughs> Listen. Okay. Yes, I believe voter fraud exists. I believe that for sure. That's ev- that's in America and everywhere oh, yeah. around the world. Um, I think that's a terrible thing. I think we should do things about that. But once again, I don't think that the that the politicians are willing. <laughs> To actually do something about that. It works for everyone. I think this whole chaos thing that we have going works for everyone ultimately. Um, I I believe that us as a country, we gotta get it together, man. Like mm-hmm. it, that should be something off the table, you know, because growing up, you know, mm-hmm. you know, going to school, um, you know, I had got the sense as a kid that, mm-hmm. you know, the voting was like, you know, just this rock solid, secure thing that like really nobody could contest. Okay. You know, um, and, you know, get, being older, you know, I see it differently. Like there's so many um, nuances to it, uh, so many variables and vulnerabilities mm-hmm. that we're stumbling on. I mean, if we're the, if we're like the, the rock of the world, if we're this um, thing that the world looks at, for you know advice and a, a, the you know the copy that everybody wants to be mm-hmm. we got we got to get it together man so but what does getting it together mean i understand what you're saying but i agree with you i think go ahead i mean it should be <clears throat> i mean 
we shouldn't we shouldn't have to worry if our votes are going to be counted if we're going to be doing um, absentee ballots. Uh, we shouldn't have to worry about you know them throwing it in the trash. We shouldn't have to worry about it being hacked. Mm-hmm. If the system goes down, because everything is connected to the internet, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. If if the system mm-hmm. goes down, is there redundancy to you know keep this going? You know what I mean. Keep this think, thing going. I think the less the less hands, the less people that are in between you when you make your vote and when it gets counted, the better. That's why I don't like you know this mail-in voting because. That's just way too many hands touching your ballot. Um, you know, I you know, I kind of like you know, when you fill out your little scantron and mm-hmm. you know you put it in the machine and it's automatically counted. Yeah. Well, look, so look, look. Yeah. yeah, I think I I think I agree with you there. I think the part that Ronald's talking about, which I also agree with, is that yeah, in this day and age, we're in twenty twenty, twenty twenty. Okay. Um, we could, we do a whole bunch of stuff with our phones. Um, you know, I've seen people, people now are putting their checks into the bank accounts with their phones. That's not even like a new thing even, right? We've been doing that for years, right? So if you could do all these things through your phone, I don't think, I don't believe that we should vote necessarily through our phone, but at this point we should have some secure way of voting that they can verify who's eligible to vote and you can securely vote and your vote is counted. Yeah, yeah, that should exist. We got we have to do this for a whole bunch of stuff. But we're living in a world where a lot of the politicians, specifically on on the other side of this, are saying, "Oh no, people shouldn't even have to show ID to vote. You don't even have you shouldn't even have to be a citizen to vote." Yeah, whatever whatever you have to do to buy a gun is what you should have to do to vote. Yeah, if it's truly important, if they're saying don't give your power away, if they're Mm -hmm. saying this really means something, it should be that. But they don't really mean that. They don't really mean that. There's a lot. You know, I think if it plays against if it if it plays against them losing, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it plays against them losing, they're not going to be for it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like if 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 we want our country to continue to move forward, um, that's something that needs to be handled, man, and and mm-hmm. taken care of. You know. Yeah. Uh, Rodney Brady says many states and people have used mail-in voting for years. Stop being scared. I'm not I, I me personally, I'm not scared of that. I've used uh, mail-in voting before myself. Right. Um, I, I don't know if all of you guys have. That's not the issue. The issue to me is that in these times, there should be a more secure way of voting and verification of my vote. And what we're having, what we're having going on right now, is there's lots of shenanigans. So there's always been shenanigans, and we've got more shenanigans, right? It, but it's it, it's in no one's interest, it seems politically, to get rid right. of the shenanigans. So yeah. so so take the COVID situation mm-hmm. as an example. When we closed, when the country, when the world got closed down, right? Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, we are able to start recovering, mm-hmm. right? So how do we there has to be some kind of continuity going on or, or in place to um, allow citizens to vote. You know what I mean? And like you said, Hank, it's not in anybody's interest right now. You know, um, the Chad incident should have never happened. I think mm-hmm. it should have been way better. And that was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. How long ago was that thing with the hanging? 2000. Chad? 2000. That, that was the 2000 elections, right? 
Yeah. Why are, sure. we, why are we in 2020 and we're still doing this? Exactly. How, how come I could you, you could drone you could drone bomb someone in Afghanistan or you know Pakistan or something, right? From from here remotely, but you can't do that. You know where everyone's buying their groceries and everything online. Right. Yeah. You know we're still we're still in that we're still in that situation that in some corrupt places people could attempt to hijack an election or stretch all right. of this out and heighten the confusion. That's that's really the issue. I'm not I'm not afraid of anything. The way I look at it is like this, dudes. Whatever happens, happens. The planet is going to keep spinning without us. If yeah. we all want to go into a massive civil war and just and and just uh, burn each other down, the planet's still going to spin. You know, yeah. but but why if we're if we have all of this tech, if we could do all of these things, if there's freaking cars driving themselves around and all this kind of stuff, why are we still like this? Why have we not decentralized away from this massive corruption that exists in voting? This this is not a side. This it's, has nothing to do with a side. It's the same. It's the same for like, you know, when when we elect when the president gets elected. And he has the, uh, the the speech, and he says, "I'm gonna, I'll sign it today if you sign term limits." Mm-hmm. You know, both have talked about it, both put that on the table, mm-hmm. but none of them want to to sign it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, it's not in their it's it's definitely not in their interest. They want to keep that uh, status quo going on in Washington and this this. Election um, type system. Yeah, and everyone is complicit in that. Republicans are complicit in that. Democrats are complicit in that. They're all dirty. Yeah, they don't want to let us out of this nonsense. They want to maintain control over us. At the end of the day, we're putting on the political theater right now of Republicans versus Democrats. At the end of the day, it's us versus them, whoever they are, all of them. Um, shooting gallery any says when did we lose trust in the voting system to where we're in fear of our election uh that our election votes are rigged because um, everything everything's happened over the years to point in that direction we're looking at fbi agents right this is coming out in the news fbi agents actively actively conspiring to to um to stop someone's election that's that's what we have. We have proof of that. Four, four years later, by the way, four years later, this it's coming out that FBI agents were out there conspiring against Trump and the Trump administration. But no one's in jail. This is why people don't trust things. If you can't trust the FBI, right? If you if there's all this crap going on, this is why we feel this way. Sorry, I know I cut off. I think Richard, I'll go with you, then I'll go to uh, whoever else. You did. You wanted uh-huh. to say something, I think. Now that you was forgot. Then. Now I you forgot. You forgot that quickly? <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't come out of my mouth right okay. away. All right. Who know. wants to who wants to jump in? Who wants to jump in? Mike? When, think- uh, when you uh when you're talking about uh nobody wants to do anything, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not just on voting, that goes to other things too. Like um let's for instance, uh, you know, law enforcement reform, which kinda needs to happen. Mm-hmm. But it got moved into a, it kind of got moved into a, a whole race thing where it's everybody at each other's throats. So nobody mm-hmm. wants to do actual reforms. Mm-hmm. Democrats don't want to go against the police unions, 
Republicans don't want to be seen as being against the thin blue line. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's to the benefit to both of them to do nothing. But I mean, there's if, you know, people protest, like, you know, especially the Democrat side, you know, they say, keep saying, say her name on Breonna Taylor. Well, Rand Paul actually has the Justice for Breonna Taylor Act, mm-hmm. you know, in no knock raids. He has an in civil asset forfeiture. Justin Amash has in qualified immunity, but I never, ever see anybody calling for those. So mm-hmm. nobody, you know, with, you know, exception of very few who actually do want reform on the kind of the libertarian leading side, nobody wants actual reform and you know, whether it's law enforcement reform or, you know, election reform. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Ronald. Um, and <clears throat> I was going to, I was going to touch on that a little bit, but you know, right now we're so, we're very vulnerable. You know what I mean? I just stumbled on, you know, an article where they said an NYPD um, police officer, he, um, he he's caught spying for the Chinese government. Right. Like, yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so these things now, if we're not careful, mm-hmm. it can the election can get hijacked. You know, we're so vulnerable right now. I think so elections have always. I think elections have always been hijacked. Let's let me let me just put it that way. I think that's always happened. I think America practices to hijack elections in other countries. Other countries practice to hijack elections in America. This is pretty much like the Cold War system that we have. <laughs> this is how yeah. wars are fought, right? So this has always been a thing. Go ahead, Rich. Yeah, you know, ever since there's been elections, more than five people sitting around the room and holding their hand up, mm-hmm. there's been election fraud. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that I think that's always been a thing. But I agree that we should for the sake of the people in general, regardless of where those people come down politically, for the sake of if we actually want to fix things and move forward in the world, I think like Mike is saying, if 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 when it comes to the police, I think everyone in America is going to go. Yeah, there needs to be some kind of reform here. It probably starts with there's too many damn laws. Yeah. And the drug war. Yeah. There's too many laws. Too much stuff is criminalized. Let's start there. If uh, these are police officers and they have special powers, then you need to take some time before you give them special powers. Yeah. Right. There needs to be vetting, training, proper compensation so that the so that the good police officers aren't leaving. When you have bad police officers, you need a way of actually tracking that, that everyone knows. There's a whole bunch of things. So, for example, if you're a police officer and I'm not. Like I, I, this is one of those things that I'm in the middle of this, right? I don't hate cops, and I don't think cops, uh, like every cop, is the most awesome thing on the face of the planet. Okay, but every police officer in America, if you do a certain amount of years, I think it's somewhere over ten years, then you get a fifty-state uh, concealed uh, weapons permit, right? So you could go anywhere in the country and and be armed. So there's all these special powers. I don't have a problem with that. It's just that, hey, if you could give this thing to someone, where's the checks and balances on that? You know, mm-hmm. how come we don't have 50 states where we're tracking people and going, hey, this guy was working over there and he was doing this thing. Now he's over here. Just, you know, cop gets fired and he gets hired two counties over. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's all right. these things that we need to do that I think everyone would agree on that. 
Let's actually right. do that. And then, yeah, then we move that forward. Go ahead. Right. It's, and, and, it's not 1900 anymore. It yeah. should be real easy to track people. Right, exactly. Well, what's, I mean, how, how did qualified immunity come about? I mean, you should be able to hold police accountable. And, you know, it's not, it makes it very difficult for normal citizens to hold police accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have qualified immunity. And, and this, this is the conversation that is not being, um, is not happening via the media. On, on both sides, you know what I'm saying? Like, we have concerned Americans that say, yeah, you know what, there must be some kind of reform that looks like, that look like you and me, Hank, and Mike, and, you know, um, you know, it, to, and stop pitting us against each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We want this country to move forward. We, we are Americans, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And there, there has to be something and it just seems like, um, again, when you talk about the police unions and you talk about, you know, hey, I'm not I'm I like police officers. I'm, I'm for police officers. You know what I mean? Um, I respect the job that they do. But you have to recognize that there are some changes that need to be made. Yeah, um, I, I agree with that. And I think like qualified immunity, for example, one of the reasons why we have that is uh you know, all the lawsuits and things like that that we have going on. And we have to figure out how to we have to figure out how to balance those things, because if you're asking someone to be armed, police officers are regular. They're citizens. Right. Right. We're not Mm -hmm. supposed to have the military acting in America unless stuff is really bad. Okay, so that's a separate thing. The military citizens over here, maybe when they go over to other countries, there's special things involved with that. But here, these are citizens that that are armed and are not like, so for example, with us, we may be armed, but we're not expecting trouble. The likelihood that you're going to run into trouble is lower. If you're a police officer and you're patrolling or you're dealing with cases, right? There's uh, this this person's a murderer, this person's a drug dealer. You're you have a higher likelihood that you're going to run into situations. Okay? Right. So that's how that happened and um, for sure just like we're just like we're seeing developing here, we're seeing that okay, the way this whole thing uh, went down for example in um, in Kentucky with Brianna Taylor, this is like a perfect storm. You know, perfect storm. Her ex-boyfriend, drug dealer, She's somehow involved in that. They want to talk to her. They have that guy arrested. They go to her. They go to her house three o'clock in the morning, <laughs> in Kentucky. I'm pretty sure any door you 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 try to kick down in Kentucky at three o'clock in the morning is getting I'm some lead thrown at you. Gonna get yeah. met with resistance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so why why would you even do that? What happened to like nine o'clock at night? <laughs> you know what exactly. Same thing with no knock raids. I mean, or I mean, red flag laws. I mean, they yeah, yeah. always execute. You know, which those are very unconstitutional, mm-hmm. and they always execute those at you know three or four in the morning. Yeah. Why? So, th- so I think that everyone would agree that there's some things that need to happen here. Here's the problem: the the, the politicians all get us confused, and we're all fighting with each other. Yeah. You know. So but that's the like way us- they want it. Exactly. Guys like us, we're here. We're not out in the streets burning everything down. Some people are on the streets burning everything down. No one's getting what they want. This is how 
politicians like it to be. This is awesome for them. This is the prime time for those guys. They're bigger than any actor, actress in Hollywood. They're bigger than any um, athlete, anybody else in the world, because we're all thinking, what's up with you guys? Right, exactly. It's 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 like that um, the tire salesman who is on this lonely road and he digs a, a, a pothole like, you know, miles up ahead and you get a flat tire. You got to go and get your tire tire fixed by this guy. Yeah. And that's how politicians are. Yeah. After everything burns down, we're going to be crawling back and asking for, you know, hey, we need to repair this. We need this, this and this. Yeah. And he's what took you so long? Yeah. So yeah. uh, let me get there's some comments coming in here. Rodney Brady says most raids are done late at night. Babyface P is out there. He says they're trying to catch the suspects unaware. Um, yeah, that's all good on, until it happens to you. Then it's not so good because you're like, you know, I mean, what happened to you being innocent until proven guilty? Even in this situation, I think, with Breonna Taylor, they were saying they just wanted to talk to her. Uh, yeah, you not know. three. <laughs> I mean, you know. They probably wanted to do more than talk. I'm sure they wanted to find things, but you have to expect that if you're going into uh, you're going into a home at three o'clock in the morning, some bad stuff's going to happen out of that, right? Because if yeah. you're banging on the door at three o'clock in the morning and someone's getting up, they're not going to get to that door fast enough for you. And when they get, once they get to their own senses, anyone out there, tell me the person who someone's banging at your door at 3 o'clock in the morning, you're going to immediately get up. Even if you hear police, you're just going to get up without thinking about anything and go, just go open the door for them. You know? Not at all. Yeah. Uh, I don't so, care if they say police or not. Yeah, and I'm not trying to defend you know, anything. I'm shooting you. them. Well, I'm, yeah, the point I'm trying to make is that, um, you know, I think I was looking at The Blaze or something like that where they were talking about this today. Three o'clock in the morning, people start banging on your door. Once you get to your senses, you're going to go to defend yourself because you don't know who's on that door. Lots of people um, lots of people have gotten robbed by someone saying they're the police or whatever, right? So if they're not, if, if it's so urgent, if it's so urgent to get you, um, that, I mean, there has to be something that goes in the way of that. That gives this uh, that gives recognition to why it's so urgent to go to this place. And if they don't answer in this in this many seconds, that door is going down and all that, right? I and mean, it's and, you know it's it's about integrity, man. And I mean, like, um, you know, they have that responsibility to the public, man. Integrity, you know. And if you messed up or if, if something happened, say you messed up, and and yeah. you know you own up to it because what that's you know, who, who, what, what am I going to believe? You are my lying eyes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I got to go with what I'm, what I'm seeing, yeah. you know? So they well, have to, they have to change. If they want to change the narrative, they have to change the way they do certain things. You yeah. know, it's like, um, I saw just like with your, um, your incident tank when with the, the police officer, they had the, um, the, you know, the trap. Yeah. Um, I got pulled it. over. Right. I've okay. seen it time and time again where they'll have the driver come from the car, come away from the car and say, hey, where's your um, registration? You know, he's like, um, oh, it's in my glove compartment box. Oh, don't worry about it. I can go get it. 
Yeah, no, I don't true. want you to go get it because yeah. I'm not consenting to you to go search my car. So yeah. I would rather No, you go can't go get it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. that's it's about integrity. And they play these little games sometimes and the public sees this. So it's one straw after another, after another. You know, they got to bring it back in and turn it back into something that's prestigious that, you know, kids aren't afraid. Kids want to be this when they grow yeah. and help community well there's yeah. also there's also the whole psychology change in the last generation too you know it's went from protect and serve and de-escalate a situation to you know dominate the situation at all costs almost it seems mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. right. and i mean even in a place where they didn't get killed but that lady that gal in ohio watching the football game who got tased for not wearing a mask mm-hmm. and that's just playing the cop trying to dominate the situation mm-hmm. so right. I mean that that whole mindset philosophy needs to change too. I think. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I know, like I see in terms of the raids, I see uh, like Babyface says, I've thought about it. I'll probably get shot. Um, Night Train says, my brother worked briefly in the warrant squad of the uh, New York City Police Department. Um, he said they always knocked on the door, and it was always around four a.m. Yeah, I think this is just a matter of there's these guys who have this job. And that to them is the fun time. They're hope they're actually going out there hoping something goes wrong. There's no risk assessment. There's no like this is a genuine bad guy and this is a drug layer that we're going into expect resistance or whatever. There's oh no, this is a home of a person who probably has a dog that at three, four o'clock in the morning that dog's coming for you and now you're gonna kill their dog. Or they're they're more yeah. likely armed, and they're gonna you know there's no there's no conversation of that. And I think if eventually this is where we're at in America, then we're all gonna get go on the defensive. We're all gonna start fortifying our walls and our doors, <laughs> right? It's, because we're gonna feel like yeah. hey, at any point they could come for any of us because no one's sitting there thinking this is a good upstanding citizen, right? Versus this is probably a bad guy. On top of the fact. That things, honestly, things like drugs, why is it even criminalized? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's also the quality of the people the police are getting now. A mm-hmm. uh, friend of mine is a trainer at one of the police departments. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's our age. He's, you know, 55 or so. And uh, we were talking the one day and he said the quality of the people they are hiring now is mm-hmm. not what it used to be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's these mm-hmm. young kids who, I just want to go out and kill somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, or I want to beat somebody up. It's not the old school cops that wanted to help people. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. I want to go make the community better. And I want to, you know. And I could vouch for them, man. All the, all the, all the, man, if, if I've interacted with law enforcement, it's been with older older people and they've been cool as hell it's like yeah. you know um but, but it's like the man the young ones they ugh, it's, it's i think and i wrong. think one of the big problems there is that so like in my situation the guy that i was particularly dealing with was a young guy yeah and yeah. all the other guys from what i heard made fun of him after that based yeah. on, on what happened in that situation but you know what's happening the older guys aren't going to be on the streets that much right they're right. retiring. Or, or, you know, the older guys are going to shift off and do other jobs. So the young guys mm-hmm. are the ones who are interacting and dealing with people 
on the streets, they're on edge. And then, yes, you know, we don't necessarily have the, the best people for that job or for that situation. Like in my situation, yeah. if there's a problem of someone having a party somewhere every year and somehow the spillover from that party becomes a problem for the community, you don't sit on the highway and then pull everyone over that's driving down the road. Or in that case, they weren't pulling everyone over that was driving down the road. They were just pulling over all the black people driving down the road, right? And I got that from a white police officer in that department, that yeah. that's what they're doing. So if, if that's your solution, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's not yeah. a problem. You want to go to, oh, the party is happening over here. Let's go right there on that road and see right. who's going in there or whatever. You don't want to just go to a main road and go, anyone who drives down this road that's black, we'll take a look at it. Right. Yeah. You're just inviting you're just inviting a, a problem to happen, which is, you know, thankfully it didn't it wasn't really a horrible thing for me, but it wound up being uh, bringing a lot of attention to them. And they stopped that. Well, right. Because it's like I'm I'm yeah, I'm doing it. And it's like because I can do it, you mm -hmm. know, and and that's and that's the thing. So when the public starts seeing this, when the community starts seeing this. There's going to be some pushback, you know, like you mm -hmm. said, like, hey, this is not right. Yeah, we've been seeing it for a long time. And I get how yeah. if it's someone that's a family member, you get mad. I know I saw someone, I think it was Len Holt. Uh, let me see. Len Holt says, however, the guy shot first and then the fight be uh, began ending with Brianna dead. Yeah, I think the guy shot first because he didn't know who was coming through that door. Who was there? Yeah, even though they were saying they were the cops. And I think this is what all got proven um, in this decision that recently came out that they were saying they were the cops, but, you know, I guess you just don't know. If, if we're in 2020 and there's no better way, if there's no better way to do that, to do a thing like that, like how did these guys come to the, if they had the bad guy that they were looking for in custody and they were just going to talk to her, so maybe they considered her to be a bad guy or there might be some more bad guys with her, Right. But if it's not life and death to get into that into that apartment, why do you need to kick the door down? Right. There yeah, was, you should establish like who you are, you yeah, know, exactly. to that person in there. Like, hey, we are legitimately the cops. Take a second and look out here. There's a bunch of cops, <laughs> right. you know, out here. Yeah. That door was that door was kicked in or dented. Yeah. You know. Let me tell it. you what's the yeah. worst most thing. Are, Go ahead. Most everybody here. I'm just saying. Most everybody here would be shooting somebody kicking yeah. in your door well let me yeah. tell you the worst part of this that um it, it didn't go that route but it could have easily this is an apartment building there were other people so listening and looking and reading things about that there's an apartment building there were neighbors and stuff like that they were waking up also and they're telling the neighbors to go back into their apartments okay you get into a shooting situation there's all these people around here do you actually give a shit about anyone else who's around there do you care? Like, what if a kid is in their crib and they get shot or, or a kid is in their bed? Do you care about that? Collateral collateral <laughs> damage. Well, and, and here's the problem with that. I don't know about you guys, but someone takes out someone in my family, especially under the circumstances of it being three, four o'clock in the morning and they're sleeping. Yeah, you're not actually going to be able to pay me for that. We're going to settle that in a whole different way. And it's not going to be fun for anyone. So before you get into that, why wouldn't you think about it? 
Don't we all have families? Do we want someone to do that, to, to come into our house at three, four o'clock in the morning and not give a shit about who our neighbors are and who, and who else is in that house with us? Because if we don't, we're eventually going to wind up in a situation where all bets are off. Yeah. Right. So at some yeah. point we have to think about it, regardless of who we want to like defend or whose side we want to take or whatever, then, you know. Well, I, yeah, I, I seen it on the grand jury that it was. Yeah, they said that they said the cops did announce themselves. Mm-hmm. And what I've seen, uh, they had 12 people testify and only one one out of these 12 people said that the cops announced themselves. Mm-hmm. So apparently the grand jury believed that one person over the 11 Well, others. I think the boyfriend said that they identified themselves, right? Or no? But he wasn't no. sure of who uh, they were. I yeah. mean, you could identify yourself, but who's sure of who that is? Yeah. You know? I mean, we, we you, have, you can't... <laughs> are we living in a world where someone could just say, I'm the police, and then everyone believes that? No, you know, I could you could just Google it right now, and there's people out there pretending to be the police, right? In broad daylight, in broad daylight, there's yeah. people pretending to do that. Um, I remember when we lived in uh, New Jersey, uh, Lola got pulled over by someone just straight up pretending to be a cop. You know, there's people yeah. out there that have uh, flashers on their cars and badges. Seriously, there's there's knuckleheads doing this that are pulling people over and doing all and they're not even cops. Sometimes they do it to the cops. Yeah, I think that happened recently. I remember seeing something like that recently, like maybe a month ago, where um, the guy, he was like, like um, on a bicycle, and I guess there was like protests and things of that nature, and mm-hmm. he was pretending to be a police officer, and they yanked him out of the crowd and um, arrested yeah. him right then, right then on the spot. Yeah, uh, Brian Quick says, uh, target ID is your responsibility. The cops knock, announced, and the boyfriend shot first. Brianna died due to a drug dealer being homicidal. Uh, her boyfriend at the time, and this is how things get complicated, right? Yeah. Her ex-boyfriend well, is the drug dealer, and the police had him in custody. Her current boyfriend at that time was not a drug dealer, had a valid CCW, had no criminal history, and he was completely cleared. And by the way, the cops are going to pay a bunch him a bunch of money. Unfortunately, uh, she's dead behind all of that. And he, I, who knows if he even knew what kind of a situation he got into. Right. That too. That's another thing. Like yeah. he didn't know who he was dating. Yeah. Know? Sometimes it's you know who was it? I think it was Belle Biv DeVoe said uh, you know you, you don't don't get fooled by a big button a small. What was the line? Yeah. Someone will tell me the line. Huh? Poison. Huh? Yeah. Poison. Poison. Yeah. Yeah, you know, trust a big a smile. Yeah, never trust a big button to smile. It happens. I know this sounds crazy, but you meet some chick, you don't know what she's up to. You don't know who her ex-boyfriends are and all that kind of stuff. So I think that maybe this is one of the places where there's misinformation out there, that this particular guy had, um, you know, he had a valid CCW. He had the right to carry gun. He wasn't, he was not a criminal. He just didn't know what was happening. Right. So it's theoretical that he could believe that, oh, wait a second, this is like her boyfriend or something like that or her ex-boyfriend. And that's happened a lot. Now, my personal thing that I would advise to guys, no matter how cute that chick is, you meet meet some chick and this is in her history. Leave her alone. 
I totally agree. Big time. <laughs> it's not worth it. He actually got lucky that he survived that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, uh, Matt Morrison said that girl is poison. Good jam. You know, um, so uh, Brian Quick says I'm wrong, but I'm telling you that, that you know, you can go look it up or whatever. The, yeah. boy, the boyfriend who, who shot once... At, at the at whoever broke through that door was cleared. He's not who they were looking for. They had her ex boyfriend in jail at the time. There's a whole thing about it from the beginning that they had the guy they wanted in custody. Yeah, yeah, they had him in custody. They wanted something else from her. So when they were going over there, either they were trying to find stuff that the ex boyfriend was maybe leaving over there, something, some kind of stash or some kind of evidence there to make the case against him, right? That's what they were going for. And what I'm trying to tell you, if you think you're not going to wind up in that situation, okay. Uh, I know me as a guy. I'm I'm uh, 48 years old. I've like been in relationships with chicks that stuff like that's happened. The minute that happens, I'm out. <laughs> yep. The minute I realize that, I am out. I can't, I don't want any part of that. It doesn't care, it doesn't matter to me, like, how cute you are. And it just happens. I'm not saying, you know, I don't know. I mean, she's not, she's not alive anymore, so I don't want to get into the, you know, right. the, uh, to, to the idea of whether or not she was cute enough to, for all that to happen. But this, this kind of stuff happens to people that they're in a situation they don't know. So that could theoretically happen to anyone out there that they don't know who this person's ex-boyfriend is and what's going on, especially not at, um, in a circumstance like that. So, um, yeah, so Babyface P says she was part of the trade. $8,000 was at her place. She was moving the money around uh, the guy's drug business or for the guy. That's what Babyface is saying. But still, if that if that guy didn't know that, then he didn't know that. And listen, here at the end of this, she's not here. The the um the city, I guess, is paying out what twelve million. Twelve million. Twelve million. million. Whose money is that? Taxpayers. That's the citizens. Yep. Taxes. Residents. Yeah. Yeah. Taxpayers. So I mean, we we just want to think about this. Like, what exactly is what what exactly is happening in this scenario? I don't also, have I don't also, have a dog in the fight. I'm not you know it doesn't matter to me one way or the other. I'm also what, the overall. Go ahead. Even if even if what Babyface said was true, mm -hmm. it's not up to the cops to be judge, jury, and executioner. Mm -hmm. I mean, we still have you know I mean I, I I know you know we've lost the Fourth Amendment and the Patriot Act and mm -hmm. you know we're trying to they're trying to dump a bunch of other amendments right now, but you still have you still have the right to due process mm -hmm. and you know. Busting it out a door at four in the morning is yeah. not the best way to go about things. Yeah, it's no. all good until it happens to you. So a lot of us are paranoid kind of people. Everyone here, tell me if you don't think the government or someone in the government can set you up for some shit. Oh, easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So sure. if you think that could happen, yeah, you could be completely innocent or you could be totally guilty or something in between. When that happens and that goes down, Whose responsibility is it to slow everything down? Whose responsibility is it? Maybe the professionals in the situation? Maybe mm -hmm. the guys in body armor? <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe, maybe it's those people's responsibility to slow everything down. Because if things go wrong, no matter what, 
they already they paid out that money before we even got to to this particular decision right and it's the same thing for the guy you know so there's a police officer gets shot someone's got to pay for him he's got medical bills he's gonna have ptsd behind that someone's who's paying for that the people the boyfriend the or the current boyfriend at the time uh i'm pretty sure someone's got to pay him off uh, yeah, he's got yeah. his lawsuit. Yeah, he's gonna have his PTSD. This, this should be coming out of police. This should be coming out of police pensions. Maybe there'd be a lot less mistakes made if it would start coming out of police pensions instead of taxpayer money. Yeah. Although, although pensions is that's still all, taxpayer. That's money, all the still. people's money. Yeah. But still, I mean, it that would more directly affect them than. Oh, yeah. Right. He's got to. If this keeps happening, you know, if this keeps happening. It's it's mm-hmm. uh, you know it's going to be a strain you know especially on any city any city yeah. today that's locked down from this this COVID situation moving on forward you know what I mean mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just picking up the pieces mm-hmm. you know at some point if either either they can do it willfully willfully and say hey you know what there's a problem or certain things are going to have to start happening mm-hmm. to that happen you know. At the end, man, it just seems, I don't know, it just seems like funny that the people get crushed. Uh, Babyface P says, take it out of the budget, make the cops more careful. I think ultimately the, every, they've got to slow everything down here. They're, the, the police budget is the people's budget. Yeah. They need to get the cops back to, instead of being military, they need to exactly. get them back to being street cops being a part of the damn community, walking the streets, not riding around in cars, walking the damn streets, meeting the people, interacting with the people. And if they don't like it, get the hell off the force. Right. Yeah. Quit giving them MRAPs. Yeah. Um, You know. And a a massive part, a lot of this stuff will be solved by, there's too many things that that are criminalized. And a lot of things should be uh, decriminalized. There's obviously horrible <coughs> things that we could all agree on. Like, hey, you're messing around with kids. That's horrible. You need to get, you know, you need to Wood get dealt with. go burr. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need to be dealt with. And there's other things out there that we can say, okay, this is a problem. Um, you know, are we, uh, even if we decriminalize things, do you guys think that we'll stop having, so let's say we decriminalize drugs. Do you think we'll stop having gangs or and drug dealers and uh, all that kind of stuff? You think that will go away? Um, yeah, I mean, if you look at if you look at the prohibition era, you know, and you look at alcohol today, you mm-hmm. know, it's you know free flowing. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you know, like you said in the beginning, there has to be some checks and balances. Mm-hmm. You know, there. Mm-hmm some dangerous drugs that should never be on the streets but when you talk about you know marijuana i mean if you look at the ads back then you know mm-hmm. how they denies marijuana and it's like hey you know it doesn't turn your body inside out you know what i mean mm-hmm. yes yeah. Mar- yeah, marijuana should be delisted decriminalized like not just not just legalized but decriminalized because i mean i don't even want the government trying to tax it yeah or coming in, oh, well, you're growing your own in your home. You know, that's that's tax evasion. You still go to jail. Yeah, that's just a magical thing that someone made illegal, you know. But um, it's there, there's always been people that can deal in it, though. It's just like cocaine. There's medical cocaine. 
and medical marijuana. You know, there's all these weird. I don't. I just don't understand why we're accepting this. I know this is kind of like the theme of our conversation tonight, but why in 2020 are we still? Why is this still a thing? Yeah. Hey, can, I, can I make a comment to somebody? Sure. Oh, well, uh, I mean, I think he's being sarcastic. Can't have a population that's stoned all the time. The mm -hmm. thing is, if you decriminalize marijuana, businesses will still be allowed to say, hey, uh, you know, you get stoned, you smoke marijuana, you're fired. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, private, you know, private business should be able to say it like, you know, we don't want you drunk at work. So, I mean, right. they can still test you. They can still test you and mm -hmm. still fire you. And I think that, you know, I don't even think usage will even go up that much more, you know. Yeah. Because, I mean, most, most of the time, you know, you have to stay sober for your job. Mm hmm But let me ask you this, though. What do you think is worse, the cocaine, marijuana, and meth, and all those drugs, or the things that are completely 100% legal uh, prescription drugs? No, oh, the prescription drugs are far worse. Yeah. Always have been. Right. And as a person who benefits and is pretty fat off of uh, someone selling prescription drugs, which I am, <laughs> you know, I mean, I think and, and by that, if you don't know what I mean, I mean, Lola is a pharmacist, right? The entire time that I've known Lola, you could ask her, even when she was in pharmacy school, I was telling her the worst things in the world are those legal drugs that they give to people. And the reason why I feel that way personally, I used to work in a halfway home for one of the biggest uh, mental institutions in New York. I don't think it exists anymore. It's called Creedmoor. And it was like a halfway house. So when you weren't all the way batshit crazy, they would put you in a halfway home where you could basically come and go as you please. But they, ha but they had you on a lot of medications. And I'm telling you, do you ever saw those little paper uh, pill cups that they have in the hospital? Yeah, they had they had um, they had plastic drink cups for these people's medications. And I would say, well, why do they have all these medications here? And someone would explain to me, this is the original medication they were on. This one is to counteract the effects of that. The first one. And then this one is to counteract the effects of that. And this one is. And then the next thing you know, these people are taking drug cocktails and they have no clue who they are. Right. OK. Yep. And, and no care to what they do. So, the so one of the worst things, I think, in society right now is people functioning on 100% legal prescription drugs. Yep. Well, and you know what, you know what caused, the, caused the, or at least spiked the hell out of the opioid addiction mm -hmm. was actually Obamacare. Because um, at a certain point, hospitals would receive their money or their Medicare match. Or, I, I'm not sure how they... But it, but it was on surveys from patients, mm -hmm. and one of the easiest ways to keep patients happy is to keep them pain-free. Mm -hmm. So doctors would pump a lot of people with more drugs than they needed to. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the opioid spike, it, you, know, it's joke, you know, joke all you want about using this term, the hockey stick graph, but the hockey stick happened like in 2013 when this, um, this survey, hospital survey thing went into effect. Mm -hmm. So – um, and you know, of course, now you know Trump kind of went the other direction on it. You know, looking over doctors and having government making doctors' decisions. So I mean, government created the problem, and now they're kind of exacerbating it. So I mean, just need to get the government out of the legal and illegal drugs. It seems yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, we have too many people uh, over-prescribed, and they're starting people out very young. Like, I know with my kids, um, the first time they went to a doctor's office, they, the doctor was like, oh, yeah, these kids need to be on some kind of ADHD medicine. I was like, what, what's... Oh, yeah. They're called kids. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, they jump and bounce around, and they think they're indestruct indestructible. Yeah. That's called being a kid. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, se seven-year-old, five-year-old, and one-year-old, they're all batshit crazy. Yeah, you know, um, so and but what it's really doing is just creating these people that are addicted to this stuff and starting out young. So by the time that kid hits, you know, uh, 16 years old, they've already got several medications that they're taking every day. Yeah, you know, sure. um, and therefore dependent, you know, um, and so really many of the doctors just want to hand out opioids. I mean, I had uh about with ulcers a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it hurt. I wasn't dying from it, but mm -hmm. it hurt. Mm -hmm. And the doctors are like, oh, well, you need, you know, these three different opioids you have to take. I said, what the hell for? Mm -hmm. Give me some goddamn Tylenol. Mm -hmm. You know, if it, if it hurts real bad, give mm -hmm. me some uh, codeine Tylenol. You know, the Tylenol with codeine. That's all I need. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. You got to take these heavy-duty prescription drugs. Yeah. It, what the it, hell for? I don't want the, them. Oh, but you have to take them. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, so they gave me the prescriptions, and I just tore them up in front of them. Mm -hmm. Threw them in the trash. I said, I'm not even going to get this stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't need it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good for you, man. It's, yeah, most of us don't know. I don't know. Don't I don't know. You get the prescriptions for them. I mean, I... You ever, uh, you ever watched the Patriot Nurse? Mm -hmm. I watched, I watched her a couple times a long time ago, and and you know she's always into prepping and stuff. She's like, you know, one thing in the shit hits the fan situation is going to be pain management. So if you get these prescriptions, you know, you might want to just kind of sock them away, you know, for later on. And the uh, like only two drugs you have to worry about: uh, aspirin and digoxin are the only two that'll get toxic when they get past their mm -hmm. expiration date. Most of the other just lose efficacy over time. Yeah. So, but like one thing, so one thing she always, so like, you know, if you get prescriptions for like, even if you get hydrocodone, you know, take the two that you need to manage your pain for a couple of days and, you know, keep it for shit. It's a fan situation. Um, yeah, listen, I'm not a medical professional like uh, Patriot nurse and, uh, you know, much respect out to her. I think that's also a prescription for you to get in trouble. Pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can just tell you that right now. Uh, one, oh, I, well, yeah. one, if you have a whole bunch of either the prescriptions or the drugs hanging around, not necessarily, you know, that's not necessarily a good thing for you. And the, and one of the very dangerous parts of that is if you don't have that properly secured, there are people who could get into that and uh, get themselves hurt. And, and then the other thing, I know, Ronald, you want to say something. The other thing I want to say to you guys is there's this dirty secret in the medical world that uh, you find out if you, if you really work in that. And this is not for everyone, just like with cops. But most doctors are massive drug addicts. I'm just telling you something right now. I know this as a fact, okay? Most doctors are drug addicts. This is the reason why we've gotten to the point now that it's so easy for a lot of them to just write prescriptions without a care uh, to people. And I, and I worked in a medical, 
the medical business for a long time, man. I worked in hospitals um, from, a, from a very young age. And most of the time, being like a black guy, there was a lot of those doctors trying to find out how I could get them drugs. And I was like, dude, I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, you yeah, have to go ask another black guy because you know? I don't know. <laughs> but, I, but I'm just telling you something, that a lot of these doctors out there are drug addicts. Okay, and they're taking their own stuff and they're prescribing things to their own selves. So um, I know if there's some doctors out there, it might hurt your feelings. But if you know the truth, you know that what I'm saying is not wrong. Ronald, sorry, I know you wanted to say something. Um, I was just saying, you know, that, you know, with the opioids and stuff like that, that's what keeps that um, the addiction, you know, Mm -hmm. dependency, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and you know, if somebody's not careful, they can spiral out of control mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. very, very quickly or even overdose. Yeah. You know, accidentally. So yeah. it's something that's really, really dangerous. Yeah. And by the way, another thing, another thing I just want to say on the apocalypse situation. Uh, and once again, I am not a medical professional. <laughs> but I'll tell you this. In an apocalypse situation... A lot of your aches and pains are going to go away when there's a freaking saber-toothed tiger hunting you every day. Yep. I just want you to know this. <laughs> so, like, we have it too freaking easy. We have too much technology right now. So a little tiny pain, we feel it. But our ancestors, like, their arm, they lost their arm somehow. They just kept freaking going. And, and, and I think that in a real apocalyptic situation... We're going to get, I know, everyone's not going to make it, right? Some people actually really, really need whatever medication or whatever it is that they're taking. But a lot of the stuff that most of us are on, we actually get into some apocalyptic stuff. A lot of that's going to go away, baby. You know, it's called adrenaline. Most of these drugs are, uh, they come out of what your body produces naturally. So if you're actually under stress, working, moving all the time, fighting for your life, I think if you get a moment to go to sleep, you're probably going to go to sleep. <laughs> so um, let me see. Uh, there was some, I don't know. Let's see. There's a, a doc, James Miller says, doctor to Hank, how do I get drugs? Hank to doctor, go to medical school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <coughs> um, so and then I wanted to get someone's comment in here. Stephen Stephen Harmon says, "Why in the hell is it that every gun video on here has a Sleepy Joe Biden campaign ad on it?" Yeah. You know what? Mm-hmm. I'm ha- I'm hey, thank thank you Democrat National Committee. <laughs> I I enjoy the thank you for the money. Cuz yeah. you're cuz most of, most of my audience, you're speaking to deaf ears. Mm-hmm. You're paying to put paying to put video put your commercials on my videos. More power to you. Yeah. When I look at those, by the way, those videos, too, you can't skip them. Do you know that? A lot yeah. of that Joe Biden stuff, you got no choice. You got to sit there and listen to it. old Sleepy Joe. Yeah. But I am I am rolling my eyes and going, okay, dude, whatever. I'm, all of these pennies is going to go for guns, but fine. But that's they want to advertise to us. And I think, I don't know where everyone's obviously in a different place. I know in Florida is really... It seems like Florida is in big contention here, so there's lots of ad money going to Florida. Uh, where where are you, Mike? I'm I'm in Missouri. Missouri, oh, okay. Uh, what kind of stuff are you seeing? The same thing there? Is this like I oh um, was it before the primaries? I 
before the uh, presidential primary, I saw a lot of Democrat stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean, to, I mean, to tell you the truth, I on my home and phone, I have ad blockers. So mm-hmm. the only time, the only time, like if I bring up a YouTube video at work, that's the only time I'll see an ad. Oh, but, shame I mean, on you, Mike. Shame on I'm, you. When you look at any of my videos, you need to turn those ad blockers off. And if there's well, a, I don't care if there's a 20 minute advertising coming on, Mike. I want you to sit through that. <laughs> here, hey, here's, I don't here's, care here's if it's my, Hillary here's, here's Clinton one, talking about her for JJ. You need YouTube, to sit there and watch that thing. Here's my one thing to you, all YouTubers, because I I turn it off. Okay. The mid roll ads, uh-huh. I I turn that off. Mm-hmm. The one thing, the biggest asshole move a YouTuber could do to their audience is turn mid roll ads on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sorry, I'll get off my soapbox. Yes, there. okay, absolutely. You heard it from Mike right here. Um, one of the things I think, so I, I don't know, I, I understand what you're saying about that, Mike. I think the reason why you might see a lot more people or do it that do have their mid-roll ads on, and I know even there's some end-roll ads, like we don't have the end-roll on. Because I think the end-roll is even, even more cruel, right? Like you already watched this whole video, now boom, you're getting it. But I'll tell you why. Um, there are people that have their mid-rolls on, and I think even we do. Because as because of the videos we're making, we're not getting a lot of advertising at all. So what's happening is there's, there's just no advertising. So you turn on those opportunities to get something, right? What's happening in this particular moment is there's a lot of advertising money out there. And for some reason, if you, know, if, if you go back about three months ago, there were no ads on my videos. But once this political money came into into play here, that that bumped up, and it bumped up because they want to advertise to us. Because guess who actually votes, right? Yeah. So they do want to advertise to us. So it's kind of a thing, and and I, you know, listen, every little bit helps, you know. Um, and I think it's different for different people. Everyone's got a different strategy of how they're figuring out how to how to pay for what's going on, and there is no universal. Like we don't have a union in the 2A world where we all sit down and go, okay, no ads, but this is how people are going to do this and do that. So um, just to speak to the other side of what you're saying, but I have heard people 100% agree with what you're saying, Mike. Um, I've also seen some. I also seen somebody do a little study, though, mm-hmm. that when he turned his mid-rolls off, now I don't think he was a gun channel, but when mm-hmm. he turned his mid-rolls off, his revenue actually went up by 37%. Because the one thing I've, mid-rolls, like if you look at your, uh, engagement graph, like mm-hmm. a lot of times you're, you're, uh, it'll go down, you know, people just click off with the mm-hmm. mid rolls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and if people are clicking off, you know, like you have a 10 minute video and people are clicking off, you know, YouTube likes it better if people watch the whole 10 minutes instead of watching it at two minutes. And that makes you more attractive. Yeah. So I can also see that happening. It's really bad right now. I mean, I don't look at gun stuff as much as I look at car stuff and all that, just because it, uh, my head would explode just looking at um, all the gun videos in the world. I do look at a couple of things, but um, in anything now, in anything, there's there's like two ads that come on before you can watch the video. Yeah. Right. And then somewhere in that video, you're going to get mid-roll ads. I was looking now if it's really, really bad, I'm, I'm going to jo- drop out of that. I was looking at a video and there were ads coming on every two minutes. And I was like, wow, this yeah. is terrible. You know, but yeah. sometimes you don't even have a choice in that. So I'm not saying there may be people who put all of that in there and then it happens, it hits and it happens. 
but there's but but YouTube now is just doing things, man, and they want that money. So if your content that you're creating falls in the demographic, the advertisers say we want to hit these people, this age, living in this location, interested in these subjects, right? And YouTube wants that money more than anything. So ultimately, at the end of the day, YouTube controls all of that. So just like they could turn a, a flip a switch and shut off our monetization, when those people want to advertise to us, they could flip that switch back on, and boom! All of a sudden, you start you start seeing these things. So now, how do you how do you think this uh, that they're going to start getting more stringent with the uh, age restrictions? Do you think that's going to affect us much? Do you see that email come out this week? No. Uh, what was the email about? It's basically said that they're going to be uh, doing more age. Re they're going to age restrict more videos. Hmm. They said not now. Like if you already have the gold coin, right. you're not going to. Yeah, you know, you're not going to see an effect. But like for some reason this year, I think I've only had two videos get the gold coin. Mm -hmm. Everything else is everything else has been fully monetized after uh, after it's been you know, reviewed by a human person. Okay. So, but mm -hmm. they said that they're going to start getting more stringent with the. Uh, uh, age restricting it, which means you know that'll mean less revenue. Because I guess yeah. in Europe, they're going to start making people in Europe verify with legal ID that they're over eighteen. <laughs> um, so here's what I would say: for sure, YouTube is on the warpath lately. They've uh, completely demonetized a bunch of channels. They've deleted a bunch of channels altogether. Um, so for us, like my particular situation, we've removed hundreds of videos. I think it's something approaching like somewhere between 350 and 400 videos we've removed. Because when we get those yellow coins, first of all, it doesn't make sense to fight it. I saw Brandon Herrera talking about this when YouTube removed the video and he was like, it doesn't make sense to fight it. Because if you fight it and they find you wrong, they're going to strike you. Yeah. But if you fight it and they find you right, they're, they're still putting, they're still doing things to you. It's just that you don't know what they're doing because they're putting you in this category. So a lot of times when they demonetize our videos for whatever reasons, and they keep going through the library. So it winds up being hundreds of videos that have been removed, millions of views. Okay, so that's the current thing that's happening. Lola was just telling me when she got in here, she was like, yeah. Some of your videos got hit again because no matter what you do, they might go through that video and approve it. Then they add some new thing and then the algorithm goes through it and goes, oh, no, this now is in violation of that. And that thing that keeps happening. So it's a constant it's a constant fight that that we're fighting and other people are fighting where some people are just turning off monetization on everything. Uh, it's, it's it's insanity. And um, I think that it's not going to get any better. I think it's going to no, get worse. No yeah. It's, it, it's going to get to the point where it's just not fun anymore, you right. know? Yeah. Um, I can and, look past uh, that. Yeah, it's definitely not fun right now. Yeah. Huh. And, yeah. you know, I I was able to stick in there for a minute, and then I just, like, I was like, no monetization, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened to me. That's what happened to me last year around this time, that, you know, every everything was getting the gold coin, and I mean, I I don't I mean, I think I've went about four months without making gold a, a gun video. I mean, I probably put through something political up there every once in a while, mm -hmm. but for some reason, I've actually had decent luck this year. Mm -hmm. But then again, the difference between me and like 
Hank, you know, mm-hmm. this is your livelihood, mm-hmm. whereas I'm making a dollar a day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I, I, it's just a tough deal. And I think we have to figure out alternatives, but there is no like the industry is not doing anything about it. Um, we're not really organized as a group, like mostly everyone only cares when it happens to them. So if you if something's happening to other people, this is just a, a human being thing, right? It's like, oh, whatever. That's not me. The minute when you wake up and your channel's been deleted or you've been completely demonetized or whatever, then that's happening to you. And I think that, it's, huh? Go ahead. It, it's so much work that goes into all of this. Like yeah. you, you put your money, you invest your own money mm-hmm. into this mm-hmm. and uh, you share this common idea and people appreciate it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and just to, to wake up and, you know, hey, this violates the uh, community standard and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's terrible, man. It is terrible. I think it is terrible. And at some point you have to ask yourself, yeah, why are you going to keep doing it? You know, I enjoy the reason why I do this is I enjoy creating content. That's who I am. I'm a creative person. Right. Um, I always wanted to be a filmmaker. I think this uh, feeds a lot of that need because I feel like, you know, when I'm doing these things, each one is is something like a film that I'm creating and putting it out there. But so just imagine for me, like I think right now on my channel, there's probably 900 videos. There should be something like 13, 1400 videos. But when there's hundreds of those videos that we put so much work into that cost so much money to buy stuff, equipment, be out there, you know, shoot that video, edit that video, get that video up there, promote it and all that. It's up there. It's doing really good. Then these guys come around and go, nope, not this one. Not that one's, you know, no good. That that whole thing eventually gets to you. And if you want to continue being creative, you start considering, oh, maybe I'll just stop doing this. And go over here where I don't have to fight so much about everything that I'm doing. Um, uh, People have been asking me for a long time, like, why are you even still doing the gun thing? And I think for me that it's just still a passion. And I feel like I want to fight until they, you know, they they take me out. You know what I mean? I don't want to be the person that gives up on it. And then if I go away and do something else, even if I'm successful, I keep asking myself, man, what happened if you just kept you know, fighting and pushing for that thing. But it's a balance of trying to figure out how do you survive when honestly, you could really just go do anything else. We're literally talking about fractions of pennies, you know, here for someone looking at a video. So even like we're talking about the advertising that's rolling on a video, if someone's looking at that, it's like a fraction of a penny. You know, so you're just not talking about a lot of money at the end of the day. But if you were doing if you were doing something else that you were also into, that was it that they're not coming down on, you know, it would be so much easier. And and that's just like this thing that everyone has to to juggle and ask themselves, you know, is this worth it? Should I just move on? See, for me, uh I think I said this last time I was on here. Mm-hmm. YouTube's kind of a kind of an outlet for me, just so I don't, you know, annoy my wife, friends, coworkers with the like history of firearms and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know, YouTube's just kind of an outlet for me, and if people are interested in the history of these firearms, uh, you know, they can come watch. Yeah. The thing that's frustrating to me is the, a lot of the ones that got gold coin, 
are the ones that I think people would find the most interesting, or yeah. at the very least, you know, they're you know, like they're looking at this P thirty eight Walther they're about to buy, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know that that video has got buried in the algorithm for me because you know it got gold coined or like yeah. when I made my high power videos, mm-hmm. but so I mean that's kind of frustrating, but um. And I was going to a point, and I just kind of lost track of my thoughts. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I see Black Sword Shinobi says, I give up my money for uh, for you to have money. And I think a lot of people do that, right? And we definitely appreciate that. There's people who support us on Patreon. They they, they buy the patches and stuff like that. You know, they just do different things uh, to support us. There are folks who actually, like, come in and help us uh, do the things, right? The people that sponsor, like uh, Richard that's here, Walter all these other people that are out there. I wish that there was a more standardized way to do all of this because even Patreon, we actually can't rely on that. Anyone else starting, um, uh, doing a startup to be something like that, we have the potential that they're gonna go liberal or a liberal place is gonna buy them out and then the next thing that's, that I keep saying this, but the, I, I don't know if it's ever gonna happen, Somehow in the industry, it, uh, the, the firearms industry needs to come together and, and figure out a way to at least have an ecosystem. It doesn't mean that anything is going to replace Facebook or Instagram or YouTube, Twitter or any of those places. But if you have an ecosystem where people can go and do their commerce and you know, like, let's say people go, listen, we know you don't get, there's no advertising here, so we're just going to support you, and here's the thing we can go, okay, if, if people can support me through this, and I don't have to worry about some someone in corporate going, oh, this is a gun thing. Now, that's yeah. got to well, go. The, well, the problem, I think, that happened to Patreon, and, you know, a lot of people kind of mistake them for being anti-gun, and it's going to happen to Subscribestar eventually, because I, mean, I noticed a lot of the big gun channels are trying to push people to Subscribestar, is that you know it's like the the banks for the credit card companies are putting pressure on Patreon not to support it. So it's you know it's not really in their hands. Yeah. And it's not going to be. And no you're talking about ecosystem. You're talking about that ecosystem, mm-hmm. but we're still going to be relying on those same, uh, you know, credit cards and you know those big banks to handle those transactions. Yeah. And that's that's kind of, you know, that's kind of a. Uh, well, so th- that is the problem, and no one wants that to be processed. And I could tell you, like, I was banned for life on, on PayPal because I'm a gun guy. Wow. Right? Mm. So, <laughs> yeah. No, um, I, I don't want to get into the super details of that, but you guys are going to have to trust me on that. Basically, uh, someone sent us money on there, and not, not from a firearms company, but something related to the to you know to the whole firearms world someone was like here's some money and you and paypal was like oh no 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 banned wow and i know it i know it's that as a fact because lola said okay created a a, a paypal in her name and try to do the same thing and they're like and you're banned for life wow so you know if we're living in a country where paypal is allowed to do something like that you know, for something that we're mm-hmm. all doing that's 100% legal, that's protected by, you know, the Second Amendment, if it's something to do with guns. And like I said, this was not a gun thing. Something related to it, right? Just a couple of steps away from that. So um, I think that we're, we're really looking at big trouble. This is where these guys could choke us off. And if we don't figure out a way to do it, 
um, then the industry is going to left be left behind. And every other industry, if someone's doing cars, if they're doing this, if they're doing that, they have ways that they could do what they're doing in the current world. And it can be, you know, people can be their own, like independent journalists or whatever you want to call what we are. That right. those, those folks in those other sections have a way to do that. And we don't. But when they get rid of us, then they could pick other things. It's like how California is saying right now, well, we're not going to allow anyone to manufacture combustion engine cars after this date. Then what, guess what happens to anyone? You know, if you're out there making videos about cars and you're promoting like, oh, we should still have combustion cars and all that, they're going to start going, no, 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 we don't want you either. You right. Know, that's where and that the, stuff goes. Well, so. the, well the moms, so on the moms who demand attention groups, you know, the Bloomberg groups, that's one thing that they're trying to go after too is they're trying to go after the banks to stop commerce with you know not just I mean not even in you know YouTube entertainment but mm -hmm. guns period mm -hmm. you're not yeah but you know um, it's it's just, it's just amazing that um, you know given the current uh, current affairs now like you know you can't even find ammo you know and they're the ones that's going and buying you know, the ammo and the firearms and everything, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let me get a couple of things out here. So Bunny gave us uh, five bucks here. He has a question. I'm assuming that, you know. Uh, Bunny says, cyberpunk question. What's the best gun to fight Boston Dynamics-style robots once they become sentient? I think an AR and 300 blackout. Thoughts? Let's, uh, let's start with, uh, let's get uh, Richard... What? <laughs> Hang on. Where you going? Don't. Okay, I don't know. Let's see. What round is he bringing? Let's see. Okay, what is this? It's not. Silver tip. That is a. Uh, I call it a 50 thumper. 50 thumper. It is a okay. three. Uh, a Winchester short mag case okay. cut off at the shoulder. Mm -hmm. And a 50 PMG bullet stuffed into it. Oh wow! Who's who strictly came up with subsonic? That? Huh? Who came up with that? I did. Oh okay. So that's a that's a Richard. That's a Hoffman. Yep. <laughs> yep. Strictly subsonic round. Wow. It's fun as hell. Okay. Quiet. What guns do you make for that? Because if you don't have something to spit the lead out, it's totally. Oh. Um, you got bolt go actions. Okay, bolt actions. I've, okay. I've built a couple of bolt actions for it. Okay. All right. There you go. Um, CB says EMP gun. Let's go to let's go to Mike next. Mike, what uh, what do you think? What's your anti robot? Right. I, I. You know what? I'm gonna have to go with the, the old 545 by 39 AK 74. Okay. Nasty little round, and you can dump a lot in it, and yes. it's get you know fast. It's gonna penetrate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, so there you go. Let Ronald, EDC guy, what are you what are you thinking? Um, you know, I I like the uh, World War Two stuff. You know, I think that um mm -hmm. they're heavy hit. They'll put they'll put those uh, androids or robots down. So mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with the seven point five by fifty five Swiss. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you guys are going GT one hundred. It's, you guys are going deep on this. I don't want to be, I want to be close range. Okay, before I answer mine, I'm going to ask you guys this. Here's cuz here's a counter question to that, right? What kind of armor are these things going to have? Are they going to actually be armored or are they just 
You know, are they just going to yeah. have the lightest skin? That's the question. See, and that's why I went with the 7.5 by 55. That's heavy hitting, fast moving, long distance. Mm-hmm. That'll be able to test the armor, I think. Yeah, but I'm saying they might not be armored. You might be able to take those things down with a 22. <laughs> Seriously, I don't, that's pretty. They seem pretty complex to just uh, be, you know, okay, not durable. That's that's why I, uh, that's why I'm going with the old 545 39. Okay. It's a lot smaller round, but it you know it it will penetrate a lot more likely to penetrate and mm-hmm. tumble once it does. Okay, maybe cause some damage in there. But I <clears throat> I had I also have I have some uh black tip 30 out six for a grand too so yeah if you want to go world war ii yeah rich do you think that these things are going to be actually heavily armored because i think so if you're talking flying drones flying drones definitely need to be light right they need to be lightweight otherwise it can't fly that long they're going to have a very short flight uh time I mean, get right down to it. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. We're talking about, okay. Did, did you All know? I heard was robots. Yes. You know. What if the robots are coming for us? Like the bo- Have you seen the Boston Dynamics style robots? It looks like a dog. No, I, it's I don't even you know, know what that is. Oh, wow, Richard. <laughs> okay, you're embarrassing me in front of these guys now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you now mean I got thing go. they've they've showed they've had for ten years. That yeah, the 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 little. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna have looks to like a freaked out sex dog or something. Yeah. Hey, watch your mouth. <laughs> uh, let's see. Just Google Boston Dynamics uh, robot dog. Let's see here. And here's some video. I'm just gonna play the video that comes up the first for you guys. So this is basically what we're talking about. Oh, this why is this not a video? So I'm talking about these kinds of oh here we go here's here's video from this is from spots the spot launch come on skip forward to the robot so here we here goes this robot this thing's not heavily armored I think I could take this thing out with a good 22 I just need it to be full auto maybe you know you hit this thing on the gears see the gears are all exposed over there you know mm-hmm. so the thing that I'm saying is I really think it comes down to how heavily armored that thing is going to be that's where my like so if it's heavily armored for sure like these guys are saying you ne- you're going to need something that's going to punch through that armor but you might be doing overkill and if and if you've got a, a nice heavy bullet you know even if it's a heavy fast bullet if you go overkill like how many of those can you actually have how many of those can you carry on you or here or here hank i'll mm-hmm. i'll pimp one of your sponsors here Oh, Fort Scott, the five, just Fort Scott five five six. Solid that, copper spun. Okay, <laughs> TUI tumble on impact. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, it, I really think it comes down to how armored it's going to be. I think that's what we have to ask ourselves. The drones are not going to be heavily armored anytime soon. Yeah, Zephyr twelve. You, you, know. you can't make any kind of robot. Mm-hmm. It's it's physically impossible. Yeah. And they've proved they proved this back in the Middle Ages. What do you mean? With armor. You cannot make armor that covers the body 100 percent. The joints need to move. Mm-hmm. You just shoot them in the joints. Yeah. That's where the armor's the weakest. Shoot them up under the chin. Yeah. Wherever their microchips are, man. Yeah. You know, uh, someone someone had a funny uh, Len Holt says a lasso and a bucket of water. That's the trick. <laughs> <laughs> 
And Brian Quick says that robot looks suspiciously suspiciously similar to the killer robot in the Netflix series Black Mirror Metalhead. Um, and uh, Black Sword Shinobi said army robot will be uh, mostly armor. Um, yeah, yeah, but the joints. Even the army, armor. yeah, even the army. It's gonna that that armor is gonna be heavy, man. It's they not, have yeah. four-legged one too, huh? They have the four-legged one as well. Yeah, they're gonna probably so for something like that, it's gonna probably be like a tank, like a little miniaturized tank, and then it's gonna have a gas. See if like what's powering this thing? That's also the question. If it's powered by batteries, you know. It's gonna have a short run time. Yeah. Well, also, how easy is it? Have you ever, have you guys seen an electric car burning? Have you if ever they, seen uh, an electric car burning? Like the, those uh, electric car batteries are the most combustible things on the face of the planet. Yep. You know, so um, I don't know if uh, yeah, I'm not really sure. I would have to see what that thing is to give you guys like my true answer. Uh, and if you want, like, so. If you want just an easy answer for me, I'm just going to say 50 BMG. Boom, there you go. That's why Walter made the SHTF-50. Just get the short one. Get the get the uh, SHTF-50 pistol. <laughs> <laughs> With an arm brace. <laughs> you know, but I don't know. I would have to see how that thing's armored. That would be the yeah. thing that we need to see. How is it armored, you know? Right now, um, dudes are actually cheaper than those robots. <laughs> that's the thing you got to yeah. think about dudes are a lot still cheaper than those robots so way um, way cheaper but yeah. then again the the military doesn't care about cheap yeah. you know yeah that's now, why they're shooting multi-million dollar rockets i mean well yeah it's a true. missile yeah you put an engine on it and a bunch of explosives that's all you need yeah, probably you know, probably that's what they would do to garbage. us garbage yeah probably that's what they would do to us they would just fire missiles at people. <laughs> yep. You know, yeah. Not much you could do about that except go live underground. I don't know if that, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Black Sword says good choice. Um, did it, Has anyone been looking at that um, HBO show Raised by Wolves? I want to see it. I love the trailer. It okay. looks like it's going to be, it looks like it's really good, man. Yeah. It looks like really good. Yeah. It, it, it's weird. <laughs> I'll just put it to you that way. <laughs> it's really, really weird. Not in a bad way. I think it's good, but it's really weird. Mike, I don't know if you're... Are you into sci-fi at all? Yeah, but I I don't have much time to watch TV right now. Oh, okay. But but I... But... I, I'm not even sure I've heard of that one, but... Yeah, it's called Raised by Wolves. Raised by Wolves. It's the same uh, people that made uh, the Alien movies. So I, oh, okay. I think it's in the same universe as the Alien movies and Predator. Right. So, um, so they're yeah. going to fight wolves? No, it's, yeah, so it's, there's, robot, there's a robot in there, So which was, if you ever look at the trailer, there's a robot in there that's, you know, um, pretty badass. But, you know, before we get to that kind of technology where you, that you're seeing there, we're way away from that. Our great-grandkids aren't getting there. I mean, we can't even we can't even decentralize voting. So I'm good. That's why I'm going to agree with with Richard on that. They'll just go old school on us. <laughs> you know, they could put they could they could make most people in America bend the knee by just cutting off electricity. 
shutting yeah. off uh, shutting off Facebook and IG. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh for sure. <laughs> yeah. Shut off social media. Everyone in America's go, okay, I surrender. I give up. I can't show how big my butt is <laughs> on social media. I give up. I surrender. You know? oh, we gotta show how big our butts are? Uh, for certain people. Social media is all about the ladies. The ladies are the biggest thing on social media. Am I wrong in that? There's, there's only a couple of dudes that are really big on social media. I don't know. I think I'm little. bigger than some of the girls on there. Most of them are little skinny things. I'm talking about numbers. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm not talking about oh. booties. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm talking about numbers, too. Numbers on the scale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the ass, someone's asking about the ass missiles. Yeah, they'll ass missile the living daylights out of us, but ass missiles are going to be for special people. <laughs> Everyone else is just going to lose electricity, water, you know, the internet, stuff like that, and then you'll be begging for mercy. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's... Huh? Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Should we let's talk about what everyone does here? Um, I'm going to start with Ronald this time, EDC guy. I'm just going to go and throw up your. Let's see. I'm going to put your. You've. I know you've got a book out. Here we go. Uh, Erica's Big Day is the website that people need to go to, and I'll throw that. I'll throw the. I'll throw the website up here. Erica's Big Day from the EDC guy. Do you want to tell the folks what this uh, book, Erica's Big Day, is all about, Ronald? Yeah, so Erica Day, Erica, she's the superhero in the book. Um, she goes to school. Uh, she goes around rescuing her friends from unattended firearm situations, um, you know, so they could see their big day. Um, it's just a, a good book and a, a, a door to opening that conversation with your children or, um, you know, the little ones in your family. And just teaching them how they should respond if they should ever stumble on an unattended firearm. Okay. What's the best way for people to get that book? Is it through your website? Is it available on Amazon? Um, definitely through the website, uh, Um I'm currently shipping. So um, it takes me about, uh, um, you know, 10 days to process everything um, and ship it out. So, okay. All right. There you go. So... You, you can see the book, that he's got the book there, but here's the website, ericasbigday.com, that Ronald's talking about there. And then show the book once again. There you go. All right, awesome. So uh, you guys check that out and uh, help support that book. I think you're doing some uh, – did you already put out a video for that or – Yes, um, so we dropped the book. Um did um, an introductory video to the book. Um, it's mm -hmm. just the foreshadowing of what we, the direction we're going. Um, mm -hmm. Me and my brother, Evan from Heavy Metal Lifestyle 223. Mm -hmm. So we're actually working on our first episode for the uh, animation. We're going to mm -hmm. do like a short series. Oh, cool. Uh, so it's currently in the work. So we're very excited about that. Okay, good work. Good job there. Uh, let's go to Mike. Mike, uh, I'm going to throw up your, let's see, your YouTube channel, right? That's the place that folks yeah. out there could go to. And it's Milserp Mike. Do you want to tell the folks about your YouTube channel, what kind of videos you do? Uh, in general, I do, I do uh, just mostly historical firearms. I try to go over the history of them. Um, I try to, my 
original intent was to kind of be like a cliff notes version of a CN Arsenal. So, um, you know, if you didn't want to watch a two hour video on something, you want to learn about something in 10 minutes, you get the cliff notes version of it. If you, know, you want to go in depth, definitely go to CN Arsenal. But, um, and I'm, I'm a lot more broader too. I mean, I don't just stick to a certain era. I just kind of do different things in my collection. I do like I've hit, Soviet and Russian rifles pretty hard, mm-hmm. but I mean I've also thrown a few Mausers up there. I'm probably going to hit some Carcanos this fall, as a lot of those are hitting the market right now. So kind of a strike while the iron's hot thing. What's, I've a, also car- did what's a, a Carcano? How do you spell that? Even C A R C A N O. They were Italian rifles. A lot of people think they're. A lot of people aren't big on them, but uh, you know. Basically, Italian rifles, the long rifle through World War One, and it's mostly the carbines of World War Two. But a I lot of them, Kennedy. Are, yeah, one of them killed. Yeah, Har- Lee Harvey Oswald used one to kill Kennedy. Okay. But um, in uh, there's a lot of them hitting the market right now because like the websites like Classic and AIM are selling a lot of the the uh, Calvary carbines and the uh, was it I think the. 1938 model carbines. Okay. So, so I'm I'm gonna probably do a series on them. Um, once I get a little bit bigger, I might start doing a whole series of my American rifles. But I also did like a, a biography, kind of a biography video on Mikhail Kalishnikov. And if I find other interesting uh, figures of history, I might do that with them too. But there's okay. just a lot of a lot of good information out there for Kalishnikov. Okay, yeah, so, I'm, I'm going to, uh, yeah, see it. The Life Story of Mikhail Kalishnikov. Yeah. Uh, and Development of the AK-47. Yeah, and then, then I, because originally I was just going to do my Saiga AK-47 and hit the history of that, but that was just getting to be, I'll try to keep my videos like 10 to 15 minutes, but that mm-hmm. was just getting to be too long for that, for that video. I just kind of separated that out and okay. actually got brain actually got brandon herrera to do help me out with the intro so that was yeah i cool. saw i saw brandon on there i was gonna ask you did you actually get him in there okay cool yeah nice. yeah yeah as yeah as i was actually able to get a hold of him through a uh, mutual mutual friend so oh sweet okay cool yeah very nice and uh let's see here let's go to richard richard uh, I'm gonna throw up uh, BWE. Just you know, it's Friday. I want the people to see where they could go support you guys out there. So BWE, what exactly do you guys do? I see uh, there's a lot of uh, like Uzi stuff on yeah. here. Yeah, uh, you know. most of this gunsmithing I'm doing is uh, open bolt submachine gun stuff. Well, I'm starting to do some more MP5 stuff, Hank. Mm-hmm. You yeah. bastard. Um, yeah, yeah. I do a lot. I do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of Smith and Wesson seventy six stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, Swedish K, um, Thompsons. Uh, you know all the old open bolt stuff. Um, you know, do some MP five stuff. Um, and you know, I would be doing general gunsmithing. I just don't have time at this point. And I also do a line of parts, um, mostly submachine gun stuff, Uzis, okay. 76. So we would find those parts where in accessories? Uh, if you go onto the website up on top, I think it's uh, store. Mm-hmm. 
It's mm-hmm. either store or shop. Oh, Uzi parts? And then yep. Smith & Wesson 76 parts? Yep. Okay. And then you can pull down all the... Oh, cool. All the stuff. Yeah. Very, um, very nice. Okay. You know, yeah. we try. Yeah. There's a lot... Apparently, there's a lot of Uzi parts. Yep. A lot, a lot of, of Uzi barrels, parts. A lot of barrels and stuff like uh, that. Okay. So that's what... I'm going to assume that that's your... That's where your first love is with those things, and you're not like a super fan of uh, <laughs> of the things like MP5s, right? I think we've had that conversation. Um, you know, I like the open bolt stuff best. Okay. Uh, I like the older stuff, uh, you know, MP5s, you know, they're sexy. They got the ergonomics, mm-hmm. you know, there's a couple little things that, you know, they won't hold up for a subgun match when I'm putting 500, uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, some of the matches a thousand rounds through, okay. you know, in an afternoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool, man. Um, I mean, you know, I wish someone would. You you are the guy in the position to do something about the MP5 issues. Yep. You know, some you should come up with a, with a fix for that, and I will make you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, you know, because um, I'm personally looking forward to getting my uh, MP5, and yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna, especially in the beginning, I'm gonna put more than 500 rounds through there. Yeah. You know, oh yeah, so. we're definitely going to put some rounds through it. Yeah, because I'll bring up my red my uh, post sample pack, and we'll throw the full auto pack on that thing, and yeah, do some rocking and rolling. Yeah. So I want to see if what you're saying here is true, or just you know, you bear some hostility towards an MP5. Nah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, if I'd it say sounds, sounds, sounds like hostility. <laughs> sounds a lot like hostility to me. Okay, cool. I don't know if there's any questions about anyone um, uh, there. I see someone said. I guess when uh, when Mike was talking about the Carcano, James Miller says, or it was used as a prop to make people think Oswald <laughs> killed Kennedy. Yeah. So just a little bit of conspiracy. The grassy theories. knoll. Yeah. The grassy knoll. Just a little bit. <laughs> Um, and Rocky Mountain Bear says you can find a photo of John Browning in the dictionary under the word legend. <laughs> uh, Brian Quick says the Warren Commission said it was Oswald was the was the lone gunman and the government would never lie. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Um, so and James Miller says, yeah, I'm glad they cleared that up for us. Wow. See, uh, now what what? One thing that's for sale locally, and I'm debating on whether to get it or not, because mm-hmm. I mean, I already I already have a couple Carcanos. I had a World War One one coming in for the little series I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. But somebody for sale for somebody locally has one for sale in Oswald uh, Carcano, where it has the same Hollywood scope on it that uh, came on the gun that he ordered. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's but they're asking, you know, they're Asking a pretty penny for it, so I'm going to have to get him down if I want to get it. But what's I'm the, debating on whether to get that or not and do a video on it. Okay. What's the going price for the for those nowadays? To tell you the truth, I'm not sure. I, okay. I'm, I, I need to do more research myself. I mm-hmm. know what he's asking, but I don't know if I want to divulge that here. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, I, cause I, I need to do more research. Um, it's... He's asking a lot more than what you know that was it that T thirty eight Carcano goes for. So 
Mm-hmm. So I, I, don't, I don't know if, you know, that but that scope on it just for the historical factor makes it that much more expensive or not. Hmm. So I need to do a little more research myself. Yeah, maybe. I think, you know, maybe the old scopes have are, are a thing nowadays. Uh, let's see. Babyface says, should I just put a pick rail on my MP5? That's a question from Babyface P. Um, I'm guessing that's for Richard, unless you guys might have an opinion on that. Uh, you know. Depends what you want. Yeah. yeah. You know, I... You know, I'm cheap, so I always run the Burris fast fires on my guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, uh, the MP5s I've built for myself in the past, I just put the standard sights and then I put a mount for the uh, Burris fast fire. Yeah. And that way it co witnesses with the sight and I don't even worry about a rail. Yeah. Now, me personally, I like the idea of a rail. Yeah, you need a rail on that because yeah. you're going to be doing a lot of different videos, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I nobody gives me free stuff, so <laughs> you know. Nothing in sends life me is scopes free. to do videos on, or I, I would just I would just say nothing in life is free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it might look that way, but it isn't. There's always strings attached to everything. Uh, but yes, I understand what you're saying. More than likely, the uh, statistically, I am highly likely to be putting a bunch of different things on there. So. Yeah. I would just go with a Picatinny rail, but that's me. Um, and then, uh, so HK never made it like that, or they are making it like that now, but they didn't in the past. I, th- I think the new ones that they're doing, there I'm thinking they have, have a, that, a yeah. rail on them now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, uh, Black Sword Shinobi says yes, Babyface P. But he spelled it P-E, like P-E, Babyface P-E. Which I actually like that. I like that name. We'll just call him Babyface Pay from now on. Babyface Peepee. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, he go Peepee. Yeah, and he says and a red dot scope. Okay, so there you go. I don't know if there's any other questions, comments out there. Uh, let me see. We're we're we've got we're running out of time here. There is one thing I did want to share with you guys, um, and then we'll 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 do like a roundtable thing here and and talk to everyone. Um, Olight still has that sale we were talking about yesterday. Yep, we're doing an Olight thing. So Olight has a flash sale still going on. I think it goes till midnight. They've got the Warrior Mini for $55.97, which will save like 23 bucks. They've got a Warrior Mini bundle where you can get two lights for $61 and save 40 bucks. They've got a Mega Pack. Oh, that's sold out, Mega Pack. And Olight is doing, which this is interesting, they've got the RN1500 bundle which basically, that's an Olight for your bicycle. For, so all you guys out there that bicycle, and uh, you might want to wind up doing some bicycling at night or whatever. You want to be really visible. They've got, a, they've got a bicycle light for 58 bucks, where you save 38 bucks right now. Um, and it's the light, and uh, the bundle gives you like a, like, you know, uh, a red light in the back, which I think is really cool. So uh, I'm going to try to get my hands on this, actually. And test this out. Believe it or not, I do have bicycles. For anyone who's thinking that, I actually like, um, I figured out, I don't know how old you guys were when you started uh, riding bicycles, but um, like I, for most of my life growing up, I didn't, I didn't actually ride a bicycle. And then I decided I was going to get a motorcycle license. I started late. <laughs> yeah, me too. I started late. When I decided to get a motorcycle license uh, or the motorcycle endorsement, <laughs> 
I was pretty terrible because I never rode a bicycle and I went out and bought bicycles and, and other stuff and actually like found out that I like riding a bicycle. And it's a great apocalypse thing. <laughs> right? You know, think about that. Not a bell fed on the front, you're good to go. Yeah, yeah. Belt fed, uh, a belt fed twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what I would do on the front of that. So, um, yeah, it's. I think bicycles are cool, man. You know, and if things really yep. get bad, we might wind up having to go back to bicycle power. Most definitely, we'll yeah. be using. Yep. I like riding my bike. Yeah, it's good exercise too. You know. And for the most part, you know, there's all kinds of different bicycles. You could have your bicycle in your car or something like that, in your truck or whatever. If things get bad, you can get out of anywhere on a bicycle. You can go off-road, yep. all that kind of stuff. So uh, Len Holt says he started bicycles at a very early age. So there you go. Uh, let's see. Okay, so let's go around here. Let's start. I'll start with, uh, I'll start with you, Rich. What's the stuff? The weekend's coming up. What's the stuff that's most on your mind right now? Is it politics? Is it guns? Is it just you just want to get some sleep for the weekend? What's going on? Uh, what's on my mind most? Um, uh, please don't say. I hope it's not. Oh, it, yeah. no. You're a little bit too old for that, you know? It's probably <laughs> finishing cleaning out the coolant sump on my lathe because I've been dealing with that for about three days now, and it's nasty. Oh, okay. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Yeah. Rather clean toilets at this point. Yeah, the cool. Oh, the coolant sump. Oh, okay. D yeah. Does that get really caked up and muddy? Or? Yeah, and considering I haven't cleaned it in a couple of years. Oh. It, it and the coolant went uh, went bad. Uh, so okay. it's nice ammonia smell in it. And yeah. How often is a person supposed to clean the coolant on their on their lathe? Well, after I talked to the company and I said, man, my mill is never giving me a problem. I lathe. It stinks and everything else. They said, well, how long has the coolant been in there? I said, I don't know, a couple of years. <laughs> and the guy started laughing. He said, you're supposed to change it no more than or uh, at least once a year. <laughs> oh, wow. OK. I, was, like, I thought oh. they would say every month or something. Yeah. No. He, they yeah. said, you know, clean it at least once a year. Yeah. Um, huh. Yeah, because get, if I if I had this correctly, that coolant stuff, a lot of the shavings and all of that from whatever your, goes into that, right? And it usually looks like a milky yep. substance. Yeah, that stuff looks yeah. really dirty. It, it lasts a year. Yep. Mm. Yeah, that's how the zombie apocalypse is going to kick off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I idea. figure I'll get it. Yeah, so, um, all right, so cool. That sounds like a lot of fun for you. Let's see, Ronald. What are you gonna be? What are you gonna be getting up to this weekend, man? Um, well, I I'm actually gonna be looking forward to using this. Um, it's called Relay. It's a screenless cell phone um, for my kids because I feel like they're a little bit too young to have like a smartphone right now, mm -hmm. and I really do uh, a filter that you know be that that uh, blocker between the internet and them. Mm -hmm. So. It's um, really cool, something that you guys might want to look into if you have smaller children, grandchildren, things of that nature. It's called Relay, um, mm -hmm. and it's a push-to-talk feature, or really? you can talk real-time like a cell phone. It's exclusively at Target right now. Um, what we're working on is um, like a list of products uh, that Erica can give her 
from, you know, Erica's big day to give her stamp of approval. Hmm. So to get on that list is going to be like harder than you. It would be to get like a blue check on IG. So, okay. All right. Yeah. So, so how just out of curiosity, how does that work? Uh, you're saying it's pushed to so, talk. So if you want to talk to her, it it just comes through the speaker. There's no headset or whatever. How does that? Right. Um, okay. You can. It has a. It has a um, port for headphones if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you to be for me to be able to talk to my daughter or my son because I got two. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the app that you install on your phone, and through that app, they'll be able to communicate with you. You can, um, you know, send a ring, like ring their uh, a relay, mm-hmm. and you'll be able to them. Um, you know, you can also add another um, person onto the account, like mom, mm-hmm. if you want, and mom will be able to be able to talk to them via that app as well. Okay. Um, and then you can also, if they have friends that have relay, I can uh, allow them to talk to each other if I want. Oh, okay. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's really- Might need that for some old people too. <laughs> Yes, um, they do talk about that for, uh, you know, uh, the senior citizens, you know, just to keep track of them because, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. you get lost sometimes. So, yeah. And it's a GPS tracker as well. Oh, interesting. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Might even want to put one of those on your dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep track of your dog. So, no matter where you are, you could call up your dog and talk to him. I don't know. That sounds interesting. Um right. All right, so let's go to Mike. Mike, what uh, what's your plans for the weekend, man? I know your guns didn't come in. Are you just going to be crying <laughs> over the weekend or trying to track down those things? No, I I mean I I know that I know that the uh, Remington Model Eight and the Carcan will be in next week. Um, and I'm not going to be able to take those out to shooting till next weekend anyway. I mean I I work tomorrow, but I'll probably just. You know, I'll work on finishing up my next video. It'll be on the uh, FN48, which is kind of the uh, precursor of the FAL. So that'll be coming out on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, basically just, I mean, nothing really exciting. Probably just hanging out with the you know, wife and kids on Sunday. So, mm-hmm. No, that's cool. You know, that's, uh, you know, to me, that's like the... the fun part of the weekend for me man i just enjoy being able to hang out with the with the family on the weekend that's better to me than even going out i just want to hang out with them and you know talk and catch up because your weeks get crazy right everyone's off doing stuff you know it's just cool to hang out with them on 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 the weekend so um i i know there's some questions and things like that coming in i see people are asking some questions what I would say here, since we did we did hit the nine o'clock hour, I'm gonna ask these guys to tell you all how to, how you can get in touch with them, and then this way they can uh, you know they can get most of those questions. I'll take a couple. I see John Voorhees says, "Milsurp, Mike, what caliber is your Carcano Carcano in?" So uh, just six point, just the six point five. I don't have any of the seven thirty five. Seven thirty five, I think is the other one. It's just the six point fives. Okay. 6.5. Okay, um, and then I think uh, someone was asking BW if you have a, a Smith and Wesson seventy six. Yes, I do. Yeah, um, you better if you're selling parts for. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you better have one of those. Um, but let's let's do this. So, Ronald, if you could just tell the folks out there if they do want to get in touch with you, how do they do it? Um, you can find me on IG 
at um, the EDC guy 073 or my um, YouTube channel, the EDC guy uh, 073. And that's the best way. Awesome. Thank you, Richard. Best way for people to get in touch with you. Uh, best way to get in touch with me. You can email me at Richard at BWEfirearms.com. You can uh, contact me, use the contact form on our website. Uh, I'm also in whatever variation they make me use on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Yeah, uh, just got on full thirty. Right. Okay. Um, okay. I'm on. I'm on Parlor. Man, you're international. <laughs> yeah, I'm international. Uh, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but you know, you I'm need trying. one of you need one of Ronald's phones. You need that. Uh, I'm even on BitChute now. So. Oh, please. <laughs> um, okay, and then Mike, uh, how, what's a good way for people to uh, communicate with you out there? Um, Millsert Mike channel on YouTube. I also have you know, a Facebook page, Millsert Mike. Uh, my Twitter, my main page actually got suspended indefinitely <laughs> this morning. Really? So, what did you do? So my, uh I tweeted. I probably tweeted something I shouldn't have. So, <laughs> I, I, I that it Man. probably was actually deserved. But I, I got a. I have a backup. Uh, just basically at Milsert Michael mm-hmm. on. So trying okay, to. Okay, so up we have to go bit. to IG to see. You're gonna put up there what you did, right? Like, so we can mm-hmm. all see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I should do this one or not. I mean, I, I, I woke up early. I, I, well, it was a response to to the article some gal wrote that we need to have climate change lockdowns and mm-hmm. so yeah but anyway yeah, um but somehow but, went wrong and twitter yeah. smacked you up oh man yeah okay but but, but the main, main thing is the millsort mike channel on youtube that's my that's my main thing all right awesome all right listen i want to thank the edc guy and bwe firearms as well as millsort mike for joining us all you guys out there for joining us smash the thumbs ups right now really appreciate that stick right there uh we're not we're we're almost close i'm gonna run the end in for everyone out there make sure you guys uh subscribe to the channel here uh ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live smash those thumbs ups and uh, leave your comments and questions here on the video you can find us on itunes and all the other places that you get your audio podcast from big thanks to walther arms for sponsoring the show. We really appreciate them. Big thanks to all these guys for coming on tonight and uh, making this Friday fun. I hope you, did you guys have fun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, we didn't, we're not getting kicked off like last night. Apparently, uh, the internet crashed last night. I think Google, YouTube's, all that stuff crashed last night while we were on, but it wasn't us. <laughs> I don't know. Something else. Someone else did something. You broke the damn internet. It wasn't us. <laughs> It wasn't us, but it did crash, and we don't have that tonight. But shout out to everyone that's out there. Thanks so much. Be safe, guys, over the weekend. We'll see you all back here Monday. Thanks so much, everyone. We're out of here. Who wants the last word? No one? No one wants the last word? Have fun. Have fun. There you go. There's the last word. We're out. Peace. There we go. Stay.